0: Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. And in time, this too shall pass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Jerry Petito taught the class. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. Loves the answer, the greener grass. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. One day at a time, free
1: at last. When you don't know just what to do. Just what to do. Just what to do. If what you're feeling is really true. Really true. Just keep your
0: ideas safe and, sound. Safe, and sound. safe and sound That's exactly how change is fast Changes sound. Changes sound. I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass And in time this too shall pass I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass Jerry Petito taught the class I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass Loves the answer, the greener grass I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass One day at a Hello everyone and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show. Well, I have a really cool guest who's now a good friend of mine and he's been on many of my platforms. So, Nick Ferraro, say hello to everyone.
1: Jerry. Uh, hi, Jerry. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How,
0: How you good doing? To talk to you?
1: All right, good, good. So good to talk to you.
0: <laughs> you too. And-
1: finally getting together in our busy schedules that we have.
0: I know. It's crazy, right? (laughs) You know, um, when I first met you years ago, I met you as the Philly Elvis, and so much has happened since. You also, uh, you've become, oh my goodness, an actor, producer, writer. I mean, you're, you're amazing what's going on. And my very first red carpet was for you. I went to see you and it was backfire, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. Uh, glad you could have made it. It was such a fun night. Was that was amazing.
0: Good. Um before we talk about everything that's going on with you now, why don't we talk about your friend that I had the honor of meeting? Let's give him a little um, you know, y- you you do it. You talk.
1: Sure. Well, um Tony Devin Uh, he passed on Saturday, uh, very sudden. Um, he, um, I met Tony during, um, on set of Backfire. That was the first time I met him. And, um, just, just a really, really nice guy. You know, we hit it off right away. And, uh, from that moment on, uh, making of Backfire, uh, we kept in touch, um, Always was willing to give a helping hand, you know, to to uh, all the actors and and Tony was such a great actor and, and a writer himself a director and a producer and and um, and I guess we'll talk about but uh, I, so recently I have written a, a script that uh, Tony was going to be in yes. uh, the movie that we are producing now. And, um, we actually shot a few days in Philly to put together like, uh, what we call a sizzle for, uh, the investors and Tony was gracious enough to come to Philadelphia for a few days and, and, um, help us shoot, uh, some of the scenes and, um, yeah, so, um, just a, you know, just, just a great human being, right. great tech and he'll surely do it for sure.
0: I just wanted to honor him a couple minutes here today because you know, because of you, I got to meet him as well. And I got some photos with him and to hug him and, you know, may he rest in peace.
1: May he yes, rest in absolutely.
0: peace. So <clears throat> now let's talk about all the incredible things that are going on with you, man. I mean, amazing. So start, I want you to tell your fans and my listeners everything and anything you want them to know with what's happening.
1: Well, um, Geez, I mean, do I go back a little bit? You or? can do whatever
0: you'd like. This is your spot. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, so um, I guess, you know, Jerry had mentioned the Philly Elvis, so that name was actually given to me by Bruce Springsteen. Um, as uh, such a long story, I won't get into it now, but you can check it out exactly how it happened. on uh, There's a movie on um, Netflix called Springsteen and I, that is explained how I was on stage with Bruce at the Spectrum in Philly, um, dressed as uh, Elvis in my Elvis suit, and we did all Shook Up and part of Blue Suede Shoes, and uh, he named me the Philly Elvis, and that stuck. Um, <laughs> and and uh, such great things have happened since then. But along the way, um, you know, even as far down as grade school, where I just. I loved acting, you know, and, and I guess the personality that I had growing up, you know, family members and people always said, Oh my God, you're going to be an actor one day, whatever. So I did become an entertainer, but in the last 10 years, uh, when I really, uh, jumped into it and seriously where I took classes and everything. So along the way, um, uh, was a supportive role in the film, Backfire, which is on Amazon right now, that you could you could uh, check it out. And uh, the musical, they call it gravy, we call it sauce.
0: <laughs> Wait, I have to interrupt you. Hold on. Okay, so again, because of you, I got to interview the producer and the writer, and I, you were in it, and I got to come there opening night, And, of course, I had my silly T-shirt made. And I just shared that photo, believe it or not, today, this morning. Because somebody was calling it sauce. And, of course, you know me. And I was like, no, it's gravy. And I sent that photo of us with it with my T-shirt and him yelling, she ruined my shirt, I'm the writer, it's sauce. Yeah, that was,
1: yeah, so that was, um, that, that was a, a a really fun project, and uh, it ran for um, uh, a couple weeks in um, in the Jersey area, and uh, so that was a lot of fun. And and um, so uh, and then I've done you know since backfire multiple uh, short films and and commercials and just things like that, and the musical. Um, and then what happened was um, it was actually four years ago, February ninth when i had a, I had an accident um, and uh, broke my leg and, and and other things and I was basically um, just couldn 't move for a while, so I started to write and I wrote a script right. uh, that 's the uh, the script that we 're in the process of producing now, and along the way. Um, uh, I wrote a short film and the purpose of that was to send to film festivals really to to try and continue to get more credibility and and see where it goes and uh, just very fortunate that um, the short film did real well it's called The Confession Uh, it won seven awards including uh, the best short film at the Georgia Shorts Film Festival in Atlanta um, and I actually was uh, a finalist for uh, best lead role in a mm, short film.
0: Too cool uh,
1: for that, yeah. So, and then i um, I did put it on YouTube for everyone to see. It's called "The Confession." Um, you just have to type in "The Confession Nick Ferraro" and uh, and it'll come up. So it's about six and a half minutes long. Um, so so the biggest project right now is. Um, I mentioned, you know, the script that I've written and, and the movie that I'm um, in the process of uh, producing. It's, uh, it's called mob sense and it's a comedy slash drama or as people say, a, a dramedy mm-hmm. and uh, we're really excited. Um, we were just about ready to get the editing of uh, the sizzle to be done. Um, and uh, we're going to be presenting that to investors, and then hopefully we're going to be shooting the movie um, sometime, hopefully in the fall of this year, and then hopefully we'll release it uh, maybe early next year.
0: So cool. So let's talk a little bit about like you as an actor and as a singer. So what came first, singing?
1: Uh, it did, um, I guess, uh, I remember, like, my gosh, I don't know how old I was, like, six years old, seven years old, and got Philadelphia at a, at a, you know, little kid's, uh, birthday party, and, uh, I sang Flaming Star <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to everybody at the party. I don't know why, but, um uh, I remember standing there and singing it, and, uh, and then my father organized a uh, a talent show in Philly and uh I sang there and uh and then I did I was involved in some plays in grade school so it was actually um uh, continuing to climb through grade school and high school it was a combination of just singing and and acting and then in college took up acting um after college entered in a talent show uh with some neighbors and who were musicians. We did an Elvis show and that's when it really, really began. Uh the tribute to to Elvis was I guess it was like nineteen eighty five, something like that. Okay. We were, we entered in a um in a contest, a talent show and we kept winning week after week. We kept advancing and we made it to the finals and we won actually there was five of us and we won 500 bucks and we called ourselves the king and company. (laughs) And, uh, and and really, I really didn't have anything else in mind other than, you know, we won the contest and then people kept saying, man, where are you guys playing at? We want to see you. And I was like, damn, you know, I guess we got something here and that's really how it all started. And from there, it just grew to, um, meeting up with the Fabulous Heartbreak Band here in Central PA. And and then not only did we do an Elvis show, but we did um, – it was a seven-piece band, really, really great band, great musicians. Uh, Anna and I were like the lead singers, and we have other uh, musicians who sang lead. We all harmonized. We did all kinds of dance music. She did a tribute to Patsy Cline. Cool. Uh, yep, yeah. and then we did uh, the tribute to Elvis and dance music, and uh, we hired ourselves a manager who hooked us up where we were the opening act for uh, the coasters and the drifters and the platters, the Marvelettes, Bobby Rydell. Um, uh, played on cruise ships and things like that, and right when I was sort of going to retire, I went to a Bruce Springsteen in my Elvis suit had a sign that said can the king sing with the boss and then the whole then the Philly Elvis was born from that moment and and uh yeah it's been crazy ever since so
0: but wait okay so you you had a sign you were actually holding up a sign
1: yeah so you know being a huge 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 Springsteen fan following since 1975 actually and uh had a ticket to see him in 78, but wasn't allowed to go, uh, with my via my parents. And uh, but 1980, as I was in college, they had no say, so I went, and uh, that was the first time I saw him. Actually, night, uh, John Lennon died, actually, was the night I saw him.
0: Oh. So,
1: yeah. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, so my whole dream for years and years was, man, I just want to, you know, I just want to. Do one song with Bruce in front of you know thousands of people. That was my ultimate dream, and and knowing how much Bruce really admired Elvis, but never met him, um, I thought, man, if I could just get close enough, you know, in my Elvis suit, have a sign, "Can the King sing with the Boss?" That he would somehow, you know, invite me on stage, and that's what that's what happened, and and. Uh, yeah, and it's been pretty crazy as I mentioned. But all but you can see that whole thing on um on the documentary right. Springsteen. I, uh as we explain it, Dottie and I, my wife and and uh they film us on a park in South Philly eating a cheesesteak. We talk about it and and then they show the actual footage, the whole thing. So it was really good.
0: Did you ever keep in touch with him? With Bruce.
1: No, we, there's there's been instances where, uh, well, he called me up on stage again. I had a sign, um, I guess it was seven years later, 2016, that was 2009. Uh, 2016, I had a sign, Can the King Dance with Susie, (laughs) his uh, violinist. And uh, during Dancing in the Dark, he called me up and said, yeah, come on up, come on up. And I went up dancing with Susie. Um, and then, um, I went to see him at his book signing and, you know, I I didn't have my Elvis suit on. Of course I just went and, uh, it was my turn to go up to shake his hand just to get his picture with him. And I just wanted to say, Hey Bruce, I'm, you know, Nick Ferraro, the Philly Elvis. Right. And when I walked up and I put my hand out, I was ready to say that he looks at me and goes, Hey, Hey, Hey. And he turns around and there's like, you know, hundreds of people waiting to, get in line to, you know, to, to get their picture with him. He goes, hey, everybody, the Philly Elvis is here.
0: Very <laughs> and, cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. And, uh, you know, that's all captured on, on pictures and everything. And, you know, so, yeah, so that was pretty funny. And then and then I went to see him at State College, and we were, like, in the first row, and he looked at me and smiled and pointed at me and things. You know? So, you know, I, I never really had a, I never really, you know, sat down and, and talked to him or nothing okay. like that. That was pretty
0: um, cool. You did a lot more than most of us could have done with him. (laughs) Let me tell you.
1: (laughs) But but I did have an opportunity. um, So again, because of all that, you know, it's such such a long story, but met so many, so many great people along the way after that, and musicians, and a lot in the Jersey area, in the Asbury Park area. And I've been very fortunate to be invited as a guest singer to a lot of the events uh, in the uh, Asbury Park uh, area. And especially every year for the uh, Clarence Clemens birthday bash that they have, I've been right. so fortunate to get invited every year to be one of the get- singers. And but one time they did a uh 40th anniversary of the Born to Run album, and uh I was one of the guest singers. And I was waiting to get on stage, and Max Weinberg, Bruce's drummer, was was a, a guest there as well, and he was on stage with the house band and he was playing drums. So when he got done, he walked, you know, into backstage there, and I'm standing there, and he, and he looks at me and goes, hey, I know you. <laughs> i like, hey, Max. I, I said, yeah, I'm the Philly Elvis, man. And, you know, I didn't want to bother him. I, you know, I was, I was ready to go on soon. And, uh, and he was, like, the nicest guy, man. Like, he, he, he just, like, he kept asking questions, and we talked. And I said to him, I said, I have to ask you, I said, you know, after that night when I was on, did you know? Did Bruce say anything like guy in the Elvis suit? Like you know, did he, and he's like, "Oh my God!" He goes, "Bruce loved it." He said, "We all loved it." He said, "I had never seen Bruce give up a microphone the way he did when he just gave you the microphone." Oh my he gosh! Said, he said, "I've never seen him do it," <clears throat> and and I've never have since. You know, that and, is um, so
0: cool, Nick. Are you kidding yeah. me?
1: <laughs> yeah so it was uh it was so great to talk to him and everything but um yeah so so now i i i really you know with, with the acting and the writing and 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 really you know my main focus is getting my movie made here mob sense that um i really uh you know i just i can't do i can't do the elvis show anymore but when i do get asked uh, to be a guest singer, like in Jersey, I, I will do that. Okay. Uh, because of a lot of it, it is for charity and things like that. Right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, again, you know, the main focus is, is you know, getting my movie produced.
0: Okay. So what, I mean, I'm sure you th- you're, you know, you're always thinking ahead. I know that. Do you have a project that you haven't even started that you think maybe you want to, that is not even like out there yet? well huh.
1: you should say that Yeah. <laughs> but um, I have it's in the back of my mind but I, again I don't want to stray right. from, from mob sense but I do want to because of how well received my short film was again my short film's uh, six and a half minutes um, I have been asked if I'm going to make it into a full length movie and that is a project that I want to do uh, because there is such a great backstory behind that six and a half minute scene um, that you would see, that uh, once Mob Sense is produced, that's my next project. I will. I'm, I'm the confession. I'm going to make into a uh, a feature film.
0: Cool. I knew you were probably thinking of something cool. <laughs> so, all right. So,
1: well, well, speaking of speaking of feature films, actually, okay. Uh, they call it gravy, uh we call it sauce uh Lenny is actually making that into a music like a feature film musical
0: yeah, that's gonna be really cool okay <laughs> and
1: uh, absolutely and um and um, I was actually uh, had a role in that yes and um, and I had to bow out because I just couldn't i am the type of person that if i you know if if I don't give it my all. If I'm not there 100%, I, I don't want to participate because it's not fair to anybody.
0: Okay. I
1: and understand. I had to, you know, uh, unfortunately, I had to bow out because I just couldn't give him the commitment that, uh, you know, that he was looking for. But uh, Lenny's such a great guy, man. I do wish him, you know, sh- sh- you know great wishes for the yes. movie, great success. Yes. And I look forward to it.
0: Me too. I love, I love Lenny. Yep. And it yep. was because of you, I got to meet him. And like I said, be there. And it was, it was amazing. It was so much fun, you know, and I, I, I of course had a blast making fun of him. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what else, um, we can go a few more minutes. I know this was just a short interview to get everything out there. Um, what else would you like to tell everybody? And, and you can give them your information again, you know, your website, whatever it is. Let's, let's do all that as well again.
1: Well, um, you know, there's, um, there's some great people that have helped me along the way with, uh, with putting, putting my movie together. You know, I mean, there's so many, there's so many people out there. You know millions that just never get the chance to even be able to um even you know get as far as I have not because of lack of talent but just um it's hard yeah you know and i'm I was just so fortunate to um meet uh Lou you know Lou, Lou yes Jr., yeah have become um uh, you know very close friends and I met Lou. Um I um I was invited for a talk show, the John uh, Johnny Potenza uh, yep. late night. Late yep. night with Johnny Potenza. <laughs> and um I was one of the um uh, I was a guest and I sang a couple songs with the band, Killer Joe Band, which Killer Joe's phenomenal. Yeah, but
0: I interviewed him too. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that was so cool.
1: Killer Joe Ferraro, no blood relationship. That's back. right. <laughs> You'll always be my brother but uh so it was Killer Joe's band and um I did some songs at uh on the late night with Johnny Potenza and Lou was was a guest on Tell the show. everyone
0: who tell everyone cuz I got to interview Lou as well. Thanks to you. Tell everyone his role.
1: his role in how they
0: would remember him.
1: Well, Lou, Lou is constantly on TV. Uh but I guess his role that uh, is, you know, one of his biggest roles, I guess, because, you know, the show was historic. Uh, Lou uh, was on the sixth season of The Sopranos. Yes. And uh, Lou played uh, Ginny's brother. He was an optometrist, I believe. Or he had an eyeglass store uh, and had a great role in, in uh, the Sopranos. So he was like the go-to guy that talked to Johnny Sacks while he was in jail and then relayed messages to, to, uh, Tony. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, but Lou actually, Lou was just on, um, uh, the new sex in the city. That's on HBO. Oh, cool. You
0: know,
1: you know the new one.
0: Yeah. Nothing.
1: Yeah. He was uh, in the first season. So oh, okay. he actually seen where he was trying to pick up Carrie. So,
0: okay. <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, But I met Lou at, um, that night and we just, you know, again, we just hit it off and just stayed in touch and, and, um, you know, Lou's another one, just a great guy, always willing to help someone. And, and, um, I called Lou one day, I said, Hey, you know, I want you, I want to send you um, a script I wrote, tell me what you think, you know, and I had sent it and, and he loved it. And he introduced me to Tony D'Antonio, uh, who owns a production company in Connecticut, uh, Shake the Tree Productions. And uh, we sat down at a bar in New York one day and uh, we agreed that we're going to, you know, they agreed to produce it. And uh, we've been working ever since. Uh, it's been like two and a half years, I guess, now that Tony has oh, been cool. involved. And we ended up, uh, we have Ronnie Marmo. Who uh, is going to be directing it? Uh, Ronnie, who now resides in L.A., and uh, he's actually going to be playing my brother in the movie. Oh. Ronnie, and uh, Ronnie is such a talented guy. He uh, is actually doing a show across country now, um, and it's. Uh, I'm not a comedian. I'm Lenny Bruce. <laughs> uh, it's it's a uh, fantastic. I mean, it's a one man um like, you know, like a play or whatever you want to call it, uh, that he wrote. And uh just a, just a phenomenal show. It's an award winning, you know, award winning show. And uh and so he's gonna be directing it. And um so it's just it's just getting to know and work with great people that, that's just been so fortunate to, to at least get where I'm at now, where we're we're on the cusp of of producing the movie, and I, and it wouldn't have happened without you know Lou or Tony or Ronnie or
0: right.
1: you know even and or even you know uh, Tony Tony Devon in peace, who is yes. who is part of it as well. Yes. So we are going to dedicate the uh, the sizzle, you know, to oh, Tony. Beautiful. And yeah, and uh, the movie as well. So beautiful. So yeah so Jared there's uh, there's a lot going on and and um, I can't wait for you to be at our red carpet
0: I know me too
1: for mob sense
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and actually if um, you know we're we're the, the sizzle as I mentioned the sizzle done and then we're going to be meeting with some investors and and um, if anybody has an interest in, in investing and wants to be part of it um, uh, they can reach me. I'm on, uh, Nick Ferraro. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, probably the best, really best place is just look me up on Facebook. Um, Nick Ferraro. And, um, you know, you can DM me, friend me and then DM me. And, and, uh, or if you just want an update as to where we're at, if you want an update, how to, how to reach, how to get my short film, you know, it is on YouTube. It's real easy. You just type in the confession, Nick Ferraro, and it'll come up. Um,
0: Spell I'll your finish. last name. Spell your last name for them.
1: F is in Frank, mm-hmm. E-R-R-A-R-O. There you go. So, yeah, so... Um, it was so great to talk to you, man. I'm glad
0: we spent this time. I am too, (laughs) man. Listen, uh, before I say my thank yous to you, Nick, I want to say my thank yous to everyone listening, and I want to ask them to please, please, please share this. Get this out there. This guy right here is going to be legendary. Trust me on that. Nick, you're (laughs) amazing. Everything that you do, I mean, first of all, as a person, you're an incredibly beautiful person inside and out, so... That's first and foremost, and I'm saying that, guys, so you know it's true. Um, But it's the truth. Um, I want to thank you once again for honoring me with another great interview. Uh, I I wish you nothing but the best. You know that. I mean, I see you going places, man. Forget it. Your talents are off the charts. So never, ever stop, Nick, man.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you so much, and just, you know, friends like yourself, you know, with the support, man, I I really, really do appreciate it. It means a ton. So
0: I love you you. and thank you. Thank you. So everybody, please, please share this video.